Amy. That's Jackie. And, and today is talk. <laughs> and this is not. No, you we're do. going you to do. do it. Fine. That's Jackie. That's Amy. And this is. <laughs> I stuttered. <laughs> you do it. Yeah, do it. Okay. That's Jackie. That's Amy. And this is today is not that, that day. day. We knew. So we're starting. I mean, we have a couple of uh, topics that we prepared yesterday from our really international dinner. International dinner. Yes. Aren't all our dinners, like, international if we're not? What? In our home country. Yeah, but, like, yesterday was especially international because we had so many dishes coming from other countries, right? So we have, like, the, your, your, I don't know, what do you call that chicken? Taco chicken. Taco chicken? Mm-hmm. So that's salsa chicken. chicken? Salsa chicken. And then you have a sandro leaf. I don't know what's, what what that is called, but it was really good. The noodle thing? Mm-hmm. The noodle it, it I think the ingredients are of lichen to curry. Mm. Then I brought hummus and bread pudding. Which is not <laughs> not Filipino and not Japanese. No, <laughs> I don't know. That is so sweet. Mine was very Tex-Mex. Yeah, I like yours. Like, I mean, even I think it's honestly that hot sauce is so good. Really? Yeah, I keep adding it to everything. See, I told you we can like reconstruct the sauce and make it ourselves. It's true. No, I like get basic bitch noodles and then i just put that on and it's oh yeah it's so bomb so like let me just describe to you what the taste so what's the name of the hot sauce again so it's called mary sharp's red habanero pepper sauce it's not even that it's like i mean it's got a good spice it's not like hyper spicy though but the flavor yeah it's so flavorful well i mean if i try to amazing try to read the ingredients what is it it's probably super basic. I don't know. It's I mean, seriously it's, so it's right here. Flavorful. It's lime, it's onions, garlic, and habanero. It's probably habanero. Habanero. This is this is spicy. This is this is spicy. It's so good though. Yeah. It just makes everything better. Yeah, but we're getting off topic here. Um, the topic is a bunch of questions that we thought of yesterday. Um, while we were having the international din- dinner, so we have like five topics that we um wanted to talk about. So yes. first would be having periods in Japan. Number <clears throat> two would be um. Well, let's start with periods in Japan. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, let's discuss that. Do you want to go first? I mean, I don't know. what is there to say? I mean, you were talking about like the. The, that brown bag of shame. The brown bag of shame. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's pretty interesting. When you buy tampons, pads in Japan, they don't just like put it in a regular bag. You, they put it in a non, dis, non-see-through bag of discreetness. <laughs> except it's not discreet. You get handed this brown paper bag of shame. It's shame. Yeah. Shame. It's it's a brown paper bag that resembles like things that you get from a deli or like a bakery. <laughs> Oh Which God, is really funny because you get it from I don't know the drugstore, <laughs> so obviously you know or whatever. Yeah. Oh, have you tried buying tampons or um, napkins in Seven before? Yeah, I, yeah. The one time I did, yeah. I know they're too expensive in Seven though. Yeah, but I was lazy, <laughs> and I didn't have my bag to go to freaking Weldy. 
Oh, you bought it. Oh, that time. Okay, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, also, yeah. like, um, besides that fact, like, seven is super convenient here in Japan, so you always have toilets. God bless Japan for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't there Family Mart that doesn't have toilets? Family Mart. I mean, it's weird because, like, um, in Tokyo, Family Marts would have the ones with toilets. Oh, really? Yeah. I always remember trying to go to Family Mart in Sonoma and there never being a toilet at Family Mart and me being like, well, I just won't go to Family Mart. And that's why I don't like Family Mart. I don't like Sankas, though. Really? Yeah, I hate it. Oh, there's only one in Utsunomiya, and it was kind of in a weird location, so I never went. And then they turned it into a family mart, and I was like, well, there you go. Well, family well, mart happens. on Sankas. Yeah. Okay, that would do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be why it became yeah, a family mart. They have family oh, mart chicken, too. But we're veering off topic again. We were talking about periods in Japan. I never buy the chicken. Anyway, not the pot. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, write, let's talk about this another time. Yeah. Convenience like, store chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I should write that down. Maybe we'll bring it, bring it up later. Yeah, okay. All right. So we're talking about periods in Japan because, you know, we're women and we have periods. <laughs> I guess. Yes. I guess. No, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, I've always tried or attempted to buy napkins and approach a female cashier. Oh, I don't Because I feel like whenever I reach out or, like, can the cashier guy a bag of napkins. I feel be- like I'm being judged for having periods. You know really? I mean? Yeah. I so stupid, I, though. I do feel it because they, they just stare at it and then they look at me and then what's wrong? <laughs> stare into their eyes like, what are you going to do? <laughs> are you going to Are going to plug a hole on me? I mean, I wish I didn't have periods, but I mean... I mean- <laughs> That's biology. What is he going to do, like, text his friends, like, oh my god, I sold some lady tampons today. That's so boring. I only only use tampons, so I keep saying tampons. I think most people in Japan use the napkins or the pads or whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't, like, I don't even recognize Japanese brand tampons here. How many brands do they have for tampons? I I don't know. Have you tried to observe? No, I've only ever had to buy them once, because I don't get periods. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, I mean, that's a good... like a fluke. That's a good research, though. We should do that sometime. Just Go. research Japanese tampons? Oh. There's one brand that's similar to OB, which I like, which are like the econ- the environmentally economic different. Environmentally well, economic. Anyway, not the point. What? There's an environmental tampon? Yeah. Ew. Why ew? Why is it... Why is it... Inf- how? You, why you and how have, is you it... You don't have the, the applicator. I don't know what a tampon. I know like a tampon looks like this. I'm gonna go grab some tampons and teach you some things. Hold on, let's <laughs> turn into the tampon. I'll write that. I'm grabbing this thing. I'm grabbing some tampons. I'll show you. I'm such an ignorant human being for not knowing what the composition of a okay, tampon these is. These are the two different tampons. Okay. That kind of exist in the world. One of them is like the super fancy plastic one, and the other one is the environmentally friendly one. Okay. So. <laughs> Use the brick Okay, here we go. Regular tampon. Alright. Okay, so you put it in and then you just push the thing and it goes in. It's plastic? Yeah. You shove it in your Yeah. Ew. I mean you don't reuse it. I'm not gonna do it because it's a waste. Can I see? Sure. I've never held one before. I'm sorry. Just put your hand over the part that I wanted to use. Thanks. I was gonna, I was gonna use that maybe, but maybe not. 
Yay! All right. This one just kind of forgoes the whole plastic thing, uh -huh. and it's just like the inside part. How long does that last for? Like a tampon? Yeah. Uh, depends. Usually like six hours. Oh. This one you just kind of shove in there with your finger. You gotta be really comfortable with yourself to use these ones. Sweet lord. Oh, I've seen those ones. So you just kind of go like that to loosen it up. Oh, oh. And then you just push it in. Sweet god. Can I? Go for it. I mean, that one. <laughs> I just dropped it in my laptop. That's funny. That one I probably won't use. That's so firm. Sure. Ugh. You want it to be soft? No, I mean. I mean, it gets pretty, it gets pretty good size. Here, put it in your water bottle. Ew. Why ew? It's just like cotton. Okay. You're going to put it in you. I mean, it's ew. not going to taint your water bottle. You'll see it may inflate pretty good. It's pretty intense. This is science. What, do I just drop it? Yeah. How? how well, I like this experiment, though. It's like, <laughs> except it's not. Look at that. Oh, whoa. Look, look at that at expansion. science. So look when you that. take out, take this out. Yeah. Like this. And yeah. it's full of blood. Yeah. Ew. And then you throw it away. How do you throw it away? The same as the pad. You put it in the little box. Oh. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> Enjoy your tea. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Why are we doing this? Why are we, do, why are we talking? This is the weirdest conversation I've ever had. Tampons are dope, though. This is too much information. Never <laughs> an abort mission on that conversation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just really don't like the the culture of having periods here in Japan because they look at you as if you're not supposed to have your periods. That's kind of true. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I've not really experienced it that much ever, so I don't know. Yeah, and like, um, I've, I, I don't really hear a lot of um, ladies talking about going to the OBGYN here. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't really hear it a lot. Okay. And I don't I even mean, the word, like, even know the word for, in, in Japanese. For gynecologists? Gynecologists and... It's the, it's it's such a taboo here to talk about it, you know. Yeah. It's all about the D's. So anyway, do you still want to talk about periods? I mean, because we're gonna get really really specific here. Like how? I feel like how we specific? are because we were pretty specific about the tampons. I mean, we spent twelve minutes talking about. <laughs> Well, we have um I, I four know. other topics. Yeah. If you want to move forward. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think of back in the United States. I never mm. really heard people talk about any of this stuff. I've never, either. like, I mean, it's not um, common in Japan. Mm. Like, for example, you're on YouTube and then an advert comes in and it's about napkins and periods. That's true. Like, in the right? United States, you'll just see commercials that are straight, like, testing things like we kind of just did. Yeah, that's right. I don't right. think I've ever seen that in Japan. Oh, really? Like testing things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this uh, mysterious blue liquid. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, we also have it too. But, um, do you also have, oh no, I'll save that for later, but we always just used to do that for, I think, napkins, never on tampons, because like tampon culture in the Philippines is not that popular. We're mm -hmm. all about the pads. All about the pants. Yeah, and then you'd see these like preteens, maybe around 14, 15 years old, talking about um, having a leak and not being able to impress the guy that they, they like in high school. That's awkward. 
how how are the how are the tampon or napkin commercials in your country? I'm just curious. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's been a long time. Most of them are about like absorption. So yeah. mostly like science tests where they like dump liquids on. They don't have a narrative, like no. an entire narrative about it. No. And then sometimes if it's more, I always think of like the sport tampons. It's always mm. people like playing tennis, like you can play tennis <laughs> or, or like how soft it glides into, you know, like how soft this part is. So it just like glides or whatever. Sweet that's it. Lord. Ew. I don't think they're super common. And here, here in Japan, I've never just seen, or like maybe once or twice. That's it. Mm, I like nurses. They don't really just because honestly, when I when I had to buy them for the first time, I looked at the wall of stuff like I don't even know what's what. Like I, because I never learned kanji for anything, the words for anything in Japanese. It was one of those things that I walked in like, all right, gotta buy this, and I looked at the wall of stuff like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> What is this? Like, I didn't understand anything about it. Yeah, that's right. It was weird. It was an experience. I um I do appreciate, like, Japanese uh, napkins, though, because the absorption is really good. I hear that. I yeah, have, I, but... I bought some regular-sized ones, but... Um, for the lows, but not the super... I, I have the big ones, long. like, the overnight ones. Nice. Lasts for four or five, a good four or five hours, but it feels icky, so I just change it anyways. Mm-mm-mm. I don't like it if it's there for like four or five hours, just sitting, baking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nasty. I was drinking something. And really close me out. This is my mouthful of liquid. You're describing baking. <laughs> you nasty. Right. You need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so we have four other topics that I want to talk about. Um, um, let's discuss about nakedness in Japan. Just slide right into nah. <laughs> play text. Slide right into <laughs> uh, just like I don't know. We we're talking about like bathhouses and stuff, which are a thing. No, I mean. We're talking. We're talking about like bathhouses, and we're and talking about into overall nakedness. Yeah, like nakedness, like the culture of nakedness in Japan. And um, okay, this is very. Uh, um, this is a really good illustration because I was watching Princess Kaguya, um, the Hayao Miyazaki film. Uh, there's this one time that in during the movie where Princess Kaguya was being fed by the old grandmother she suddenly started lactating by the way oh yeah yeah and then she just like took out her boob she just takes her tit out yeah without hesitation she's like oh the baby needs milk takes her boob out not even like cutting that part i mean Mm. it is natural it is normal for human beings to lactate and feed milk to their babies that are from bamboos <laughs> this one does yeah how else are you supposed to feed your bamboo child like, honestly <laughs> how else yeah. just do it yeah you take your boob out you know? i mean what kind of startled me about that was when i think there's a part where she's like young mm-hmm. and she's just like running around naked in all the neighborhood that's exactly what i was like, gonna move forward <gasps> no yeah she can't do it. without without even like knickers on yeah 
this baby's not wearing a diaper. And I'm like, what if that baby makes pee-pee? Like, what's going to happen then? Exactly. Like, that concerned me, too. I don't know because what's it, going on Because that's not clean at all. It's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. I mean, that's one good example of it in animation. But when you get to public schools. I yeah, think, yeah. Like, little kids, they just get naked together. It's weird. It's so weird. I don't know how to feel about it. Because, I mean, it is natural. I mean, um... Do you suppose teaching children to be naked around other people or other children would make them be comfortable about their sex- sexuality? But, like, if you look at Japan, like, the population isn't that much also. So, mm-hmm. like, what Japan's is... so interesting is, like, hypersexualization and hyperconservatism. Exactly. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. I think that also, I don't know, that kind of brings about an interesting point, though, of do you teach children to be ashamed of their bodies at the same time? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And a bunch of, like, Japanese ladies are very androgynous, if you notice, like, their bodies. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, like, when you go to China, I mean, you have, like, Chinese people are very androgynous also, but Ooh. they're kind of different because sometimes they have the curves. Oh, I see. So whereas Japanese women are more, like, straight. Straight and then mm. I don't know what Korean. I mean, I haven't watched K-pop in so long, but mm. I know their their country's filled with a lot of skinny people, mm. like the rest of East Asia, but especially Japan, especially mm. Japan. So yeah, I mean, there's a there's a obvious what do you call it again? Like there's a great contrast between Japan's culture and how they view nakedness. You know, how yeah. do you feel about it? Is the question. I kind of like bathhouses to the extent that it is that opportunity to sort of be naked. And I'm such a unique thing in that it's all about, like, community and stuff. I like them. You like bathhouses? I do. Uh, I do have to have a lot of courage before you go home. Yeah. Um, It's never bad when you do. It is never bad when you do. But, like, I mean, I don't despise it Mm -hmm. but i don't like it either because i come from a country where everyone's super conservative and Mm -hmm. by the way regardless of how conservative my country is like there's billboards everywhere of like sexy ladies promoting bikinis or whatever lotions or whatever okay but a lot like my country is one of the most populated countries in the world Mm -hmm. and you, you take that conservatism to that and it doesn't make sense it really doesn't like same case as Japan. Mm. That sort of hyper back and forthness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's a literary word for that. For it what? starts with an F. Literally? Liter- literary. <laughs> word I should know it then. I was yeah. an English major. It's for that mix of hyper conservatism and hypersexualization? No, or? like just a mix of opposites. Mix of opposites? It's not a fallacy. Uh, let's well, Google I mean, it later. Yeah, let's Google it later. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so that's a really good topic that I just want to talk about because it's so strange for yeah. a foreigner to witness all of this firsthand. Yeah. I mean, yeah, For from the United States, I don't know. I mean, the United States is such an interesting, it's interesting in that it is such an intense blend of so many different people and views. Can you stop poking that tampon? It's reading <laughs> me out. Um, <laughs> it's such an intense, like, contrast of views that it's almost like, I don't know really what American values are. I know that it's not as sexualized as Japan can be. Like, I feel like 
it's much more common to see intense like sexualization in Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah, because when like, you'll you just walk... see like straight like titties out on stuff. Sometimes. Yeah, because you, when you walk in the streets of Japan, everyone's so conservative. Like, yeah, nobody wears, especially in rural parts of Japan mm. or sort of rural parts of Japan. You you don't see girls wearing booty shorts or shorts that are higher than knee than the knee like the length of their knees. Oh, I yeah, I never see it unless it's they're in the beach and even though that you go to the beach you're still covered that's true yeah, yeah you have to cover up at the beach even i don't know i feel like shorts aren't really the issue as much as it, as it is like necklines you know what i mean because mm. any sort of neckline is just like big no-no yeah in like. america it's... you you always like you show the cleavage yeah 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 and then in manila i, I keep like i keep pulling my shirt up because i don't want people seeing my titties yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there, I mean, it's so different here, really, it's, it's just... I don't know, I know sometimes I wear a shirt that's, it's not that low cut, but because I do have kind of a bigger chest, like, everything just gets kind of yanked down, everything just gets yanked down by the man, like, everything, everything gets, becomes, like, little cleavage, like, no, it's a plunging neckline now, it's awful, right, right. but, yeah, and definitely any time I wear a shirt like that, even if it's not even, like, super cleavagey yeah people notice it for sure i don't i don't like whenever i wear stuff since i don't i'm not well endowed <laughs> i just i mean it for me it's an ad, like an advantage mm-hmm. so i get i get made fun of a lot because i have small boobs every like all my friends who is talking to you like this my friends are these people awful people they are and i'm not friends with them anymore it's just that some people do make fun of you if you have like mosquito type boobs i just don't care i have boobs i don't care (laughs) they make me look fatter than i am i think and they make it difficult for me to shop because I'm broad-shouldered and then I'm bigger in front. So, uh-huh. like, everything just has got to fit. Do you prefer... Part w- of my body. Do you prefer wearing a sports bra? I hate sports bras. Really? That provides ultimate comfort and support, No, though. they give me, like, potato boobs. Because <laughs> I do have bigger boobs. It just kind of, like, goes like this with them. Uh-huh. And they just kind of potato to the side. It's, it's a bad look. Speaking of... I gotta um, get that support. I gotta have that underwire. I gotta have that thick padding. Speaking I, of, My nipple like, was falling out today at work. I was trying not to say anything, but I was like, oh, man, my nipple's slipping out. I like a bra. Speaking <laughs> of... Speaking of bras in Japan, have you ever gone to, like, uh, lower-end malls in Japan and you see laundry stores? I've seen them. I've never gone to one. It, like, the produce is so ugly, though. The it's, produce? Yeah. The apples? The apples of the store. The mangoes. <laughs> the blueberries. The melons. Ah, ah, ah. I don't really like Japanese laundry. I don't think they would have my size. <laughs> I saw your nose nostrils flare up. <laughs> I think they have my size. They don't. They never have my size in anything. Ever. I mean, even for me, I think they don't have my size. They have your size. No, I don't think so. No. I mean, regardless of how skinny I am, Japanese women are more, like, they're skinnier than me. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, it's like Japanese girls are crazy skinny. They're crazy skinny. Their legs. Have you seen their legs? I've seen them. I can't rock the palazzo pants. I want to. They look comfortable. <laughs> they look so comfortable, but I look stupid as hell in them. I look like, who's this fat lady? Pull her pajamas. <laughs> what is she doing here? Send her home. She can't be on the train with us. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not about that. I I did try the Palazzo. Oh, I had this friend. We were shopping in Forever 21 in Shibuya. And then I, I wanted to, I've always wanted to wear these, you know, like the 70, 70s pants with the flare, like the flare part on the knee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to wear those. And then when I tried bell bottoms, the bell bottoms, like the really sexy 70s bell bottoms. Okay, okay. So I wanted to buy those and I wanted to buy a really cool band shirt to match with it. Mm. And it have that cool Farrah Fawcett hairstyle. Mm. And then when I tried it, my friend called me fat. <laughs> He's like, you can't rock that. You're too fat. Skating. Uh, it damaged me. <laughs> I never That's wanted true. to try pants in Forever 21 again. Just the whole store? Just the whole Even store. Not just the bell bottoms, the but the whole store. store. Yeah. Oh my god. I love Forever 21. I love Forever 21. But I like Bershka more, though. Burst, what is that? Bershka. Bershka. It's a sister company of Zara. I don't know what this is. Zara? You don't know Zara? I know Zara, but I don't know Bershka. Bershka and Stradivarius are all in one company. Oh, okay. Yeah, they produce really good clothing, but they don't get sued for copying designs from designers, which is funny. Oh. Yeah. And H&M, too. H&M. I love H&M. I love H&M, too. H&M wears things, sells things I can wear. But, but like, I don't, <laughs> but I don't like unethical clothing brands, though. That's oh, why I try yeah. not to buy um, not unrecycled items. Ooh. Yeah, so I just buy from the secondhand store. Or I try, I really do try. Majority of my clothing inside my closet right now probably come from a secondhand store or a recycled shop. Nice. Yeah, but they're new. They're just, you know, what do you I call mean, those? Anything surplus. Surplus? Yeah. Or thrift? No, surplus. Surplus. Oh, yeah. okay. Anything you buy used in Japan that was practically like new anyway. Mm. You never get anything used in Japan that's like, this is used. It's always like, oh, it's so fancy. It's like new. Yeah. Like, there's no scratches. I'm, I am worried about this coming on because I do not like I only have one coat oh, really? and I have one big knit sweater mm. that's it I got some long sleeves yesterday at GU oh really are you preparing for on a little bit yeah I didn't I didn't really have any good long sleeves to wear to work so I had to buy some mm. preemptively I think I'm just gonna buy a hoodie for work I mean go for it yeah you can do that yeah, I'll be to be honest, I think it'll be pretty warm. Something about little kids. They could heat up a room so fast. It's just crazy. It depends, though, because re- it depends. Well, they'll start, like, doing activities inside, yeah. like, exercising inside, and they'll heat up that room real quick, believe me. I've seen it. I've seen yeah, it with my we stay eyes. On, we stay in the other room, like, the air-conditioned room. Oh, true. That's true, too. Mm. I think it'll be fine. I hope so. I, really I think the winters are pretty I mild hate... here anyway. Milder than Tokyo, I think. Yeah, and you I live there through winter. winter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I don't about... know. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm all about summer ends. 
springtime. I live for winter. I don't know how my cold shower thing is going to go in winter. Right now I've been rocking it. Right. But my feet can get like crazy cold in winter. And the only way I can heat them up is in the shower. Really? Uh, yeah, bad. I think it's the only way for you to relax your body. Yeah. Unless you buy it. I was planning to buy a heated mattress. Oh, really? Mattress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ones, yeah. They have it in um, hard off. Oh, really? They do. That's totally. Yeah, they're going to buy Kotatsu in hard off. Ooh, so we're going to get Yeah, Nice. We're we off topic again. I mean, it's fine. It's good talk. Okay. So, we, we covered about winter in Japan. Like, geez. We, like, we're, let me just finish the list that we made yesterday. Okay. Um, next topic is practicing your religion in Japan. So. Godless. <laughs> no. Anyway. I don't practice religion. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, um, for me, it's it's liberating to live in Japan because nobody really cares what you practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I was talking to Sandro Lee yesterday about this because like, um, living in Japan made me realize because I've it, like I've lived in a Christian country for so long, mm-hmm. and then when I, when I get to Japan, um. It's totally different because you'd expect a religious country to have really kind people. Mm. And then you get to Japan. Everyone's nice. And everyone, like... Are they really nice, though? I mean, that's a question of genuineness, though. But, I mean, they are nice. A good, I mean, you walk down the street and then you see an old lady here, like, walking her dog. Mm carrying her dog or I don't know some random person in the street to just say hi to you and then they say konnichiwa and for me that's that's enough to judge a place on how they live as a nation that's true or I mean just like how safe it is in general here how safe it is at the same time like you don't need you don't need to be devout to be a kind person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's one thing I realized. It's like when you go to the Philippines, everyone's so mean and everyone's like pushing you and then you you think about your bag mm. all the time. They like constantly look at your belongings because it's really unsafe. Mm. Yeah. And that's the opposite of the culture that religion is trying to emanate towards every single person. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's a hypocrisy, to be honest. Like, oh, that religion is supposed to be like this moral compass. Yeah. And then it's totally not working where it's super, where no place it's super it's, religious. Yeah. Where it's not religious, there's mm. this intense moral compass. That's right. I don't know, because their moral compass is definitely coming from like systematic, like. Community. Community, but oppression. <laughs> Wait, how do you, why do you say that? Because, like, the whole thing of Japan is, like, it's such intense community that you can't, that if you stick out a little bit, you just get beat back in. You know what I mean? Do you think that it's close to communism? The culture? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. That's an interesting question. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know how to answer that. Like, cultural communism? Yeah, cultural communism. Almost, yeah. Yeah. it is, right? Because, I mean, even the stuff we see at our school, it's all so dated. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's truly all very dated. Mm-hmm. And it's the way that parents went through school and grandparents went through school. So it's just kind of the systematic, like, everyone gets the same serving of school. You know what mm. I mean? That's right. Yeah, it's so interesting. Mm. Mm. Everyone has this kind of prescribed childhood, if you're a child. Mm. You go to you go to kindergarten and then you learn values and try to get into a good elementary school and try to get blah 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 Mm. blah it's Mm. a standard and it hasn't changed a lot Mm. from I don't know 50 years ago Mm. it hasn't really changed a lot because the only thing that changed um, drastically was integrating English into public schools yeah, but even, like, technology, I don't think is really that integrated into schools. That's right, like, only if you go to an international or a private school, though. But, like, That's when you go, you go into the public schools, it's totally different because it's the same serving of mundane. It's chalk and blackboards. Chalks and blackboards. And textbooks. Textbooks. And the printing system here in Japan, it's not even obsolete. Printing companies are are alive in this country which is cool to an extent it is cool. you see people like actively reading like yeah like i don't don't think i ever saw the many pocketbooks people read on the Mm. street and besides that like it's funny because like a lot of countries they they, they're concerned about wastage and printing when you have japan will a country heavy in printing but is also heavy in recycling. That's true. Yeah. yeah, right? So there's no wastage happening. That's true. Regardless of how much, how much they print. And, you know, we have all this beautiful paper, these eco tampons. They have them in the States, too. <laughs> yeah, I was like... I mean, it's a, a good example of what Japan can do, you know? But all of that, I don't know, it goes back to that repression. All of their recycling stuff is not done because they're like, we care about the environment. It's done because it's just like, you have to do it this way. You know what I mean? No, I think like generally... If you don't sort your garbage right, they put it back in front of your apartment. Like, yeah. That's the thing that happens. Yeah, but like, J- Japan in general, they have a really good culture of appreciating what nature is oh that is true yeah because um i remember i watched this documentary about um japanese people or japanese construction companies before they start start logging they have this mini ceremony in forest and then they they i don't know um what do you call those like they have this mini ceremony for being grateful for the grace of the forest or grace of Mount Fuji as according yeah. to the tofu pack that I read. <laughs> okay. I'm but not they kidding. still do the logging, you know what I mean? They still, they still do the logging, but um, they replant those trees. Have you ever seen Pompoko? What's that? It's a movie. It's a Ghibli movie. Kind mm-hmm. of a lesser known Ghibli movie. Sorry, that was loud. But it talks about kind of environmentalism in Japan. How? When was it made? Uh, it's an older one, obviously, because it's a lesser known one. Mm. Is it's it Ponyo? Mm, Palm Poco. Okay. It's about um, Tamikis in the forest, and their home is getting destroyed to um, 
a lot of Ghibli, housing development. A lot of Ghibli movies are based on um, environment. And you know, um, this one's consumption. Really directly about the environment, though. It's yeah, great, Princess Mononoke is also about the environment. That's environment. True. Yeah. Mm. But they're more careful now. And mm. You get what I mean? They're more careful as opposed to. I, when, I mean, you see things in Daiso. Japanese people make unnecessary products. That's true. And how about houses? What how, do you, They'll, they'll make houses, and then after 10 or so years, they're like, oh, this house is old, it's no good anymore, and they'll rip it down. And it's such a waste of products. Like, literally, houses don't last, aren't built to last longer than, like, 20 years. Yeah, because years. of the earthquakes. Yeah. yeah, but it's still such a waste. I mean, it's a house. It is a waste, It's but... this constant, like, building and tearing down of houses. Yeah, but they're really good at recycling also, and they build on that. They, they build on that skill. That's why I like it. Because a lot of the trash that the reason why we Japan is really careful about um segregation of trash. Mm. Because a lot of uh, the burnable trash that they collect it gets turns into gasoline. Mm. That's why. Fun fact. Interesting stuff. I mean yeah. I guess that's good. It is good. Like I like it. I like how Japan does it when it comes to recycling. I still like how they trust nuclear energy, even though they've had issues with it. But I still think it's, like, a viable resource. It is. In my humble opinion. Mm. It's just a difficult resource. But so is and a highly dying. Vo- highly volatile. Highly volatile? Resource. resource. <laughs> still a valid resource. It is, it is. Okay. All right. This is a good discussion about Japan. I really discussion. Very yeah, in depth. It's really good. All right. Okay. Next topic. Bureaucracy in Japan. Oh, fucking bureaucracy in Japan! Don't even get me started with this bullshit. You want to start on? You sneeze, and they're like, "Do you have your form for that?" <laughs> like it's ridiculous. You do anything. You move. You you freaking oh my god. I don't know I, I don't even do that in my country. You just move, you move. I know. <laughs> and I don't even think it's because we're foreigners. I think just if you move in Japan you have to do it, right? Maybe? No, Maybe I think it's, it's because we're of foreigners. reporters. Mm, we get more bureaucracy than your average Japanese. Of course. Person. I mean like I I don't don't think I ever went to the city uh I think I went to the city hall once in my hometown one time ever. Period. But when you go to city hall in Japan, there's like seats. You know what I mean? Like you go into that building, not in our town now, but like in Utsunomiya, you walk in and there's like benches and benches and benches and there's different like tables for different things and you take hey. a number for that table. You take a number for that table, Jackie. For the table. Oh my god. It was asinine. It's asinine. And then you just wait there. For whatever. Oh, you know what's funny? Bureaucracy. Um, This is a really good example. Mm. I went to Western Union. (laughs) Don't get me started with Western Union. (laughs) So Western Union, um, they require a my number account. Right, which so, is a social security number, kind of. Yeah, but like you have to go to the city hall to get it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So when I was going to go to Western Union to send money, um, they asked me for my mind number and I wasn't mm-hmm. holding it. Hence, I wasn't able to send money. I had to go to the friggin' city hall, get my mind number, pay for five for pay for it, pay for the piece of paper for a five hundred yen, get it, go back to to Western Union, and then finally get to send my money. Jesus, what Western Union did you go to? The one in Shinjuku. Oh, in Shinjuku. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Remember the one, the train station that we left off to when I take it when I took you to the that um Abura Soba place. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Western Union. Oh, they're so crazy about paperwork. Yeah, every yeah, time I had to send money, I just got to the point where they would give me like the carbon copy of what I filled out, and then I would just take that and just copy whatever I wrote last time. Like, fuck this shit. I'm done with it. Yeah. And then I you have to do your stupid stamp. And if you like kind of do a letter wrong, I have kind of messy handwriting. Yeah. So if you kind of do a letter wrong, they'll make you scratch it out with uh-huh. two lines and they'll bring out a ruler. And they'll go over it with two Sweet lines. Sweet lord. Oh my god. And then you have to stamp it afterwards to be like, this is fine. And then you have to rewrite it. Oh my god. I had the same experience when I was um, trying to attach or automatically deduct my bills from my bank account. Mm. So, I mean, you know how you're supposed to write everything in kanji? Mm. So I did write it in kanji, and then I got some of it wrong because, like, my freaking resident card was unreadable. <laughs> like the stamp on the other side, like oh, on the back our side. Oh, resident cards now. Yeah. Yeah, it's unintelligible because like, the kanji you can't is read so it. teeny it's tiny. It's tiny. So I got it wrong. Our address is too. And I got a lot of it wrong. So yeah. remember that one time you went with that lady to the post office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours after, I have to go back again. Oh, no. Yeah, it was the most hassle thing. It was around 4 p.m., I think. Almost 4 p.m. And the the post office closes at 4.30. Oh, God. So I had to, like, cycle my way up there. Jeez. And then resolve the issue with two lines and my stamp. It's the worst. It just has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. I hate it so much. But it's kind of interesting because does it do go to city hall or even the doctor's office is like this where it has those horizontal benches to the desk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen that before. And then I was like, that's kind of a weird layout for a place. But it's the same in Pokemon. So in Pokemon, it's because it's a Japanese game. That's how they arrange places. Like, if you go to... I can think of Moon. I think you ride a ferry in Moon or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when you go to wait for the ferry, it's that same style of, like, these benches and then the desk. And if I didn't come to Japan and know that, I would have been like, this is a weird layout for a ferry. What's that about? But now I know. So if you play Pokemon, you see that. Also. You see Japan. I know. This yeah. is like... You know Earthbound? No. Oh, it's like an old video game. It's supposed to take place in the United States. Supposed to. In the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're a kid, and I think your weapon's like a baseball bat or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you, when you save, there's a couple ways to save. You either go to hotel, and you use, like, the concierge phone, and you call your dad. Mm-hmm. And it's black. Or you go to a green phone that are just kind of around, but they cost money. And I was like, why, does, why are the phones green? Why are the green phones cost money? Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. 
What's the color of paint phones in Japan? They're green. In the United States, they're blue. Isn't that crazy? It is. I love stuff like that, where you're just like, why is this green? I don't understand. And then you're like, oh, it's Japan. It's because it's Japanese. <laughs> they didn't know, you know? Like, That's weird. That's cool. That's insane, though. I still see those paint phones, the green ones. I do, but you know not I mean? a lot of mm. it here in this area. No. Yeah. You have seen them in the city. I saw a lot in Insomnia. In the city, yeah. Yeah. In, around my neighborhood in Shinjuku, there was a lot. I don't think people yeah. use them very often. I used them when I didn't have a Japanese phone. Because, mm. you know, you have to stay at least two years here to get a line. Oh, another topic. Oh, yeah, bureaucracy with the phones. With the phones. I hate it so much. I had a busy time getting my phone, so I'm just gonna... It was hard for me. I was such a cakewalk. I don't know why. I had two... It took me two, three months to get a Japanese phone. Oh, wow. I didn't have a phone, so I just relied on public spaces and then free internet. Oh, I didn't have internet all the last year that I lived in Utsunomiya, just because I didn't want to get it. <laughs> I didn't want to get it, and then I was like, I'll get it eventually, and then like six months in, I was like, I'm six months in, I don't need it. It sucks, don't do that, just get internet. <laughs> I mean, I've lived without internet, Ca- like carrying around internet, I've lived. Yeah. And it's a good practice for me, because mm. um, when I was working... I would be in front of the computer for at least eight hours during my work day. And then when I get home, I sit in front of the computer again. (laughs) It's really toxic. So I feel like, hey, is this a good break from the toxicity of technology and people you're slightly concerned with comment about your photo on Facebook and what they say about your post. Oh. It's really good practice. Mm. Do you still continue that practice or not so much? I still do it. I don't have internet outside. I just, whenever oh, I... Oh, just like work on it. Yeah, okay. when, when I check my things online, mm. it's after 10, 11 hours. Mm. It's really good practice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's similar for me now. I mean, it was mostly a pain in the ass because it was to the point where and mm-hmm. if I were out of cell phone data, I, I like couldn't call my family. So it was sort of like this kind of a problem. And then I remember I had a job interview and I would have to interview at like cafes awkwardly because I didn't have internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I interviews at McDonald's. I went to Tully's. I think was my interview. Okay. I got some nice jobs. <laughs> Thank you very much. Don't nice. mind me. I'm just out of Tully's. 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 Um, um, yeah. It was a pain. But I don't really even use my phone when I'm not. I mean, I just message people. Mm. But I don't really use internet. The problem with me is I avidly oh, wait for it. Off. Yeah. Because mm. I have so many friends away from me. Mm. That's why I'm so but it is convenient, though, when you're looking for places to go. That is true. Yeah, I mostly just use it as a map. Yes. My phone's yes. just always constantly on Google Maps. Like, how do I get here? Mm. What's a good restaurant? Where should I go? Yeah. When does the train come? That's mostly what I use my yeah, phone Yeah, exactly. Same I here. heard there are studies that when you take away technology from a person, mm-hmm. their self-esteem, like, drops suddenly, but then after a while it goes up to, like, 500 as well. It's so happened it to is, me. Like, mentally... 
It is, it is. I mean, for a certain time, I remember coming from school, I would ride the bus going to work, I mean, no. um, I would cut off from internet for around five, six hours a day. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good five hours. Um, I'd concentrate on just studying, and then I'd mm. just check my emails or whatever when I get to the bus. That's a ten-minute ride, by the way, so I'd check everything for ten minutes and then take a break, yeah. and then um, not check my um, social media again for the next about five hours. Yeah. And then when I get home, that's when it will pop up. Like, Ooh, we're coming. Yeah, I think it's partially the reason why not a lot of people message me, to be honest, is like, oh, I'm so away. Anytime someone messages me on, like, Facebook or Line or whatever, I'm just like, why? And it has nothing to do with the person. I'm just like, I'm so away. <laughs> I'm, I'm so such lazy. a scumbag about it. <laughs> we can wrap this up soon before you say that. Oh, all right. Um, last question. Hmm? Well, how long do we have time for? I want to keep it under an hour so I can save this for future time. Oh, all right. Um, I mean, we can talk about this next time. We talk about it next. Okay, alright, so what do you want to say to us that you are, what do you want us to talk about on Halloween next? Um, I mean, this is a really good conversation. Yeah, it's a good conversation. It's deep, and I think it's a good idea to bring 